I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This week, Epic shows Microsoft what a gameplay footage actually kind of sort of looks like with Unreal 5. And then Ghost of Tsushima actually shows off gameplay, but you know, we'll get there. Matt. Hello. Hello. You kind of went mad and then he like stopped and I was like, oh, and is there more to this? I don't know if this... you were doing your thing. I got a thing. This is the Gamers 2 podcast for May 15th, 2020. Almost forgot the date. Your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry. And anything else that we decide. And and anything else and everyone else. Do you want to be included? Tweet at us and then I'll put whatever I can find about you in the news roundup. We won't include you. That's more likely. But, you know, hey, the offer's out there. I think we got to move the word commentary in that. But, hey, you know. It's on the nose. I think it's a good start. I think we just need to tweak it a little bit so it's more us. Yeah, probably. Slightly less professional because, let's be honest, you, almost, hard... you, almost, you almost put on like the, oh, you know, I'm pretty good at this. And I'm like, oh, hey. Let's slow it's down. a we... hard line to, to, to it straddle. Is. It is. It is a very I, – I, we cross it every now and then to make sure it's still there of going into the professionalism line. And we're like, ooh. There is some nice stuff over here. And every now and then I'm just like, ah, shit. And it's like, ah, let's just pull it back. <laughs> I was going to say something worse there, but I don't want to immediately lose viewers. Yeah. For I mean, in in theory, the, the professionalism sounds nice. In practice, that's like far too much energy, dedication, discipline that, frankly, I don't want to deal with. Exactly. And it's a lot for us. Exactly that, where we don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Because we would get halfway through. If we ever did a panel at PAX, we would just have to be like, don't stream this for safety of yourselves. Yeah. This I is don't a, know what I'll say. Yeah. This is private panel. 18, 18 plus. I think it's actually 13 plus for panels there. But like, you know, either way, age gate that. Let's all understand what we're doing here. And let's begin. With new releases? Good job. I appreciate it's It's dark uh, for anybody that doesn't know because the power's out. Internet's out. But we're still doing this because don't worry about it. No civilization. That's true. Every time I glanced, like, 
where I normally glance and see lights down the street. I'm just like, oh, yeah, there's it's pitch black. I can't see shit. All right. Yeah, it's weird driving into town. It is always super weird. It would happen sometimes when I was coming back from work. And I just kind of start coming down that hill. And you immediately realize that it is pitch black and there is nothing anymore. You can almost hear the purge siren start playing. <laughs> or like a well, sil- or Silent Hill or something. If you have power and internet, here's some games that you could play. That's true. Starting with Hunt Down on the Switch. Number two, Super Mega Baseball 3 on the Switch. Good old arcade style baseball game. That is not licensed, I believe. And good news, Matt. The TT Isle of Man Ride on the Edge 2 is going to the Switch. Fun fact about TT Isle of Man. Older than the Indy 500, Lama, and Formula One. Combined? Well, not combined, (laughs) but it's older than all of those events. I, I believe it. Isle Man, interesting to watch clips from. Uh, Number four, Marvel's Iron Man VR for PlayStation. Number five, Best Friend Forever for the Switch and PlayStation. And number six, Jet Lancer for the Switch. A lot of Switch games this week. Some of them were ports. There were even more where it was like, hey, this game that was out five years ago, like Dungeon of the Endless, also on Switch. But I was like, I saw that game in a Steam sale in 2013 or whatever, so... There was that um, year or two where, like, literally, like, it seemed like everything was just releasing on PS4. Like, it was just like, ah, PS4, PS4, PS4. Yeah, the PS4 marketplace was terrible, and it is now the Switch marketplace is getting there. Yep. If not there already, there are a lot of garbage. Hot garbage. Anyway, shall we get into the news? We shall. Um, first, second, third, fourth, fifth? I'll go second. Okay. I like the idea that I go fifth, and then we just... <laughs> you go first, second, third, and fourth. But yeah, no, I'll, I'll go second. Sony has developed a new Umbrella brand to unite its first-party PlayStation titles. One brand to rule them all. Uh, the PlayStation Studio brand will go live in... PlayStation 4 and 5 games later this year and will only be featured on games developed and managed by Sony Interactive Entertainment's Worldwide Studios organization. Alongside the logo, PlayStation has created a new opening video that will appear at the start of its games. Did you watch it? Did you see it? I you know anything about this? I I don't. I know I know minimal at best. Uh let me describe it for you. Okay. Picture the Marvel opening. Okay. Quite literally that. <laughs> okay. But replace the characters with Sony first party characters. Make it a blue hue instead of a red hue. And then instead of Marvel, it's going to say Sony. Or PlayStation, I mean. Or In- what? Innova- it's, innovative. It's I'm not even kidding. Oh, it's really that close? It is it is that. That's g- good? I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I mean, it's a little too close, 
but it fits the times, you know, gets the point across. All that good stuff. Well, I mean, that I'll take it. You think this is them moving towards... I heard I was reading a lot of conspiracy theories online where people are like, this is Sony making those small incremental steps to having like a service or whatever and doing away with the idea of being exclusive to their own consoles. Let's create this brand and then we can push the brand out onto other other platforms like PC, Switch, Xbox Series X. There, there's a lot of interesting things you just said, and I don't know if any of those will happen. It, I don't know. I'm, I think the name is also very funny in a way where it's like, you guys know we have Microsoft Studios. What if PlayStation Studios? <laughs> like, come on. It's not, it, it, I just want more inventiveness out of them. But Sony's not that when it comes to usually like creative marketing ploys. They haven't been, let's put it this way. They haven't been for a few years. Yeah. Back when it was the whole Kevin thing and that was uh before, you know, the problems that arose out of that. But back when that was still a thing, it was like, okay, they're kind of funny and the whole kill zone thing and him what was it, the one where he had the mask on backwards and he was playing kill zone like on the TV. I don't know if you remember that one. I think it was kill zone. He had a mask on the back of his head because he was playing Killzone with the controller on the front. And then he had like fake arms and everything coming off the back of him. So it looked like he was still working. Obviously, it was terrible, but I do not recall that at all. All right. Never mind then. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Sony stuff, number two, Ghost of Shishima or Shushima had its own much-needed state of play this week. Combat is said to be inspired by samurai films with one-on-one standoffs against other warriors that resolve in quick single-blow strikes and parries. I should probably preface this by saying I watched this with the intentions of watching it again with Nate tonight. (laughs) Clearly, the weather and power systems were like, we have different plans. Um, what he's reading are highlights that I I pulled out of watching the video. So, it might sound a little choppy. And we can discuss it after you're done vomiting bullet points. Okay. I, sh- I shall vomit away then. Guiding wind. Animals guide you like foxes. Wait, what? No, that's animals like foxes guide you? Yes. Okay. Animals like foxes guide you and take you to shrines and collectibles. Environmental things indicate points of interest like smoke columns. Smoke columns can be people in need of help. All right, I see what you meant to say. Let me rephrase for everybody that (laughs) that just got confused. Uh, There is an ability called Guiding Wind, and animals like foxes will take you to shrines and collectibles. There might be environmental uh, events that are happening that might indicate points of interest, such as smoke columns might be people that are in need of help. Interesting. Gives you a reason to explore, I guess. Mm -hmm. It seemed very fluid. 
I mean, naturally, it was like an 18-minute long all-game play. Um, and clearly, they made it look very fluid. Right. Uh, but it, it definitely, I think it'll be somewhat refreshing. I mean, I'm always down for uh, refreshing takes. Mm-hmm. And the the samurai film idea is definitely interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, they double down on that on the samurai film thing because they they have like a, a cinema like filter, don't they? Kind of is that in here? Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Let me just keep reading, as is usual for me. Uh, play as a samurai or a ghost. Please explain. Okay, so it looks like they're you can go stealth or you can play like a samurai and straight up like they have this cool mechanism where from samurai films like you can have standoffs with soldiers so like they show him approaching a mongolian uh camp okay <laughs> almost like reminiscent of a far cry uh oh, like the outpost type outpost thing? okay and he's full samurai regalia and he's approaching the soldier and the soldier notices some and then there's a button where you can stand off and it kind of does like the you know, I don't even like know the honorable combat. Like yep. they square up, get a wide stance, put one foot slightly in front of the other. Like he literally Full. yells at him that to challenge him. He's like, fight me. Oh. And then there's a standoff and it looks like if you time it correctly with parries and whatnot, you can one hit kill each people. So like he takes out like three or four different soldiers, one strike each just by timing it appropriately. Uh, and they go through and show you how you'd fight as a samurai. And then they pull you back again and start over as the ghost, which is essentially, I know this isn't going to be uh, culturally appropriate, I guess. But ninja-like, clearly ninjas are Chinese. I get it, people. Um, you could have just had Assassin's Creed. Well, yeah, it's like straight up Assassin's Creed. Like actual Assassin's Creed. Yeah, like it's straight up old school Assassin's Creed. Like you're creeping around. Or Splinter Cell, even. On the top of fences. You know, you're throwing daggers. You're throwing smoke bombs. Smoke you're bomb. you're uh, climbing shit. You know, you're lighting stuff on fire. Doing all the Stabbing gold. people from behind. Look at this while I stab you over here type things. Exactly. So, I, that... Both sound interesting. I feel like it'll definitely be a mood thing for me. Or it'll be when one fails, I resort to the other. Yeah. Uh, they didn't make it obvious, but I'm assuming it's like a, you can do whatever the fuck you want whenever you want. It's not like I, a, I would hope so because I I could see you having to get locked in in certain phases, and man, when those screens go off, it is dark in here. Uh, I could see that happening of like, okay, this fortress has a boss, which once you do everything else ghost like, you're going to have to square off against him type of thing. Um, they did kind of show that. So one of the objectives was to like kill a, like a, the commander, like a general or something like that. Uh huh. And it was like when you're in a, when you're assassinating, it wasn't like a one strike thing, but it was like, he came up behind him, did a critical strike, like stabbed him from behind, like in the ribs, the dude like hit him. He staggered back and then he like threw a, like a dagger at him or something like that. So it was like a, a couple strike situation. Um, 
Which, like, feeding into that, they went into the whole... They mentioned it. They didn't... They showed the armor, and they mentioned that the armor and armor sets, like, the different armors have different abilities and, like, skills attached. No, I don't know how to say skills. They use some specific word. Like, there's there's bonuses and stuff like that like, to like the armor. passive ability type of things? That's what I'm assuming, but they Whereas didn't like actually... like, wearing this gains you plus three stealth type of thing? Yeah, we're, like, clearly, if you're playing... As a samurai, you're going to want to wear heavier armor. If you're playing as, like, the ghost, you're going to want, like, quiet armor, that type of thing. That's what I'm assuming, but they didn't go into detail on it. I'm going to I'm gonna break my phone, uh, and it's not my phone's fault, just in case anybody's curious. Uh, customizable armor and different... Okay, I think that's the part we literally just talked about. And different armors have different advantages. I assume probably light armor means you potentially do move faster or you uh, you have a better sneak level, obviously, because mm-hmm. you're not running around in a bunch of chain mail trying to be sneaky type thing. Yeah, I think so. I had um, where you <laughs> where in some current Assassin's Creed, you could wear a full thing of plate mail with a halberd and still just jump off of a complete roof, go and then stab a guy through the head and then jump into a hay bale and no one has any idea what happened. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't have any problem with the new Assassin's Creeds. Don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and then the final point that Matt has here is Samurai Cinema isn't just a grayscale filter with a film grain effect. It also includes a total rebalancing of light levels, particularly for the game's nighttime sequences. Yeah, Elaborate, it's, please. It's like a whole thing. So basically it looks like um you're playing in a sam old school samurai movie it's black and white um but it's not a cheesy effect and then um like they make the wind effect more dramatic um i think there's a, a shift with the music a little bit too and then the other cool thing is you can play it in japanese with subtitles uh it's fully voiced in japanese oh um I mean, yeah. I'm curious to see what you... Dude, the photo mode? What the fuck? Photo mode good? It's... I mean, I'll never use it, but, like, you can change facial expressions. You can add effects in. Like, you can add blowing leaves. You can choose what type of material you want blowing around, what direction, what time of day. You can, like... It's, like, a complete, like, editing... That's something. It's funny because when you when we were talking about this kind of during the week and you're like, the photo mode is nuts. And I was like, okay. I mean, I've, and I, I think I told you or whatever I said was like photo mode in the last five years has taken so many leaps and bounds as, as like a tech feature in games mm-hmm. where it's like, Oh, photo mode. You just press the screenshot button and Hey, photo mode. And then now it's, it's this, or yeah. even like the sniper elite photo mode is pretty good. Uh, and then there's a lot of other games I know I'm forgetting the examples of that have a, a solid photo mode. Uh, but it's something, it's like, great feature. I, I never use it. I love looking at what people create with the photo mode, but I myself am never like, oh, let me pause right here. Ooh, yeah, let me just line up this camera and take this shot. Hell yeah, that looks pretty sweet. I did it the one time in Sniper Elite because it was hysterical to me of that boxing arena. And, or not sniper really of in zombie army of that boxing arena and like gym setup 
except I still couldn't figure out how to take the damn photo. <laughs> so I had to cheat, but you know, I got it. Yeah, that that one was a little a little weird. A lot of cool features. I just couldn't figure out how to actually take a photo, but you know, neither here nor there. I uh I'm looking forward to some of the sweet shots that will come out of that that are probably going to be like perfect desktop backgrounds or screensavers or whatever or even you know phone wallpapers of just sweet mid combat samurai ghost shots of these sprawling yeah i'm not really fights. doing it justice describing it it's kind of like you i'm i'm i don't know you'll have to watch it when when you can and and i'm curious to see what your thoughts are on it yeah, uh, when when this all comes back and I'm back in uh, society, I will definitely partake in watching it. Okay, moving on. Epic Games has announced the next iteration of its game engine, the Unreal Engine 5. With a stunning demo running on the PlayStation 5, The pair of new <clears throat> there's a pair of new technologies coming with uh, Unreal Engine 5. And they're called Nanite and Lumen. Nanite is a tool that will virtualize geometry, which means it will automatically generate, quote, as much geometric detail as the eye can see, end quote. The company says in a blog post, and allow developers to diversify the geometry endlessly based on any source asset. Uh, quote, film quality source art comprising hundreds of millions or billions of polygons can be imported directly into Unreal Engine. Anything from ZBrush sculpts to photo... Uh, grima- what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck is that word? Photo, uh, photogrammetry? Yeah. Photogrammetry scans to CAD data. Clearly not something that I do. Um, and it just works. Famous last words there, by the way. Yeah. That's a direct quote. It just works. There's nothing better than when I... Uh, <laughs> I've done it at work. When somebody's like, all right, so like, how does this work? And I'm like, all right. So you press this and you'll press that. And then it just works. <laughs> and they're like, well, how does that... And I'm like, if you ask me another question, I'm going to smack you. It just works. Don't worry about it. And that's very much tech companies where they're like, all right, so... I, if I, certain times you ever deal with somebody for support, right? And they're like, I know this isn't going to make any sense. Slap it three times in the lower right panel. And then with your left hand on a different wall, turn the key. Boom, it turned on. Yeah, no idea how we figured it out either, but it works. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, it just works. Sure, not going to ask questions. Epic says the tool handles data streams and scaling in real time without a loss in quality. For developers, this will translate to extremely high-detail environmental assets created with a much less time and resource-intensive manual process. Lumen is Epic's new dynamic global illumination tool, and Epic says it will work in real time for game development the way advanced computer-generated graphics work for high-quality animation and film production. Quote, artists and designers can create more dynamic scenes using Lumen, for example, changing the sun angle for a time of day, turning on a flashlight, or blowing a hole in the ceiling, and indirect lighting will adapt accordingly. End quote. Um, yeah. Tech demo. Watching, nice. watching that tech demo, it blew my mind. 
I, I say that as a question because I don't know if that's enough of a statement. Because it was impressive. It was impressive. Um, I I do watch a lot of the tech demos, and they always are impressive for sure. That's true. Um, but w- I think what made it more impressive was so we got we just got off the Xbox Series X third party <laughs> thing, and that was so abysmally um, visually poor. Yeah, and then to see this, and then be like, ah, oh, PlayStation Five, Unreal Engine Five, I was like, oh, okay, and. We should let's hold on to this thought. I'll read the next news story and then we'll really get into it because there's context and additional information that will be important to that conversation. All right. So let's move right on into number four. During a press briefing for the company's newly announced Unreal Engine 5, Sweeney says the PS5 is, quote, remarkably a remarkably balanced device. It has an immense amount of GPU power, but also multi-order bandwidth increase in storage management. That's going to be absolutely critical, end quote. He goes on to say, oh, God damn it, I hate when you do this. He goes on to say, quote, the storage architecture on the PS5 is far ahead of anything you can buy on anything on PC for any amount of money right now. It's going to help drive future PCs, end quote. As for Microsoft's Xbox Series X, Sweeney isn't saying the new Xbox won't be able to achieve something similar. Both are using custom SSDs that promise blazing speeds. But, he says, Epic's strong relationship with Sony means the company is working more closely with the PlayStation creator than it does with Microsoft in this specific area. Uh, A little additional context. Epic's vice president of engineering said that the Unreal Engine demo was running at 1440p 30 FPS most of the time, and had no ray tracing. Epic's chief technical officer said that an RTX 2070 Super could run the Unreal Engine 5 demo at, quote, pretty good performance. And for reference, Ubisoft is saying that Assassin's Creed Valhalla will run at 4K 30 FPS. Which I believe they said that what we saw was also 4K 30 frames per second. The Unreal... The Valhalla that we saw. stuff, okay. The Unreal demo was 1440p at 30 frames per second. Does 4K at 30 do anything for you? Because it doesn't for me. No, I think it's... It comes to that, like, the screen size thing. I think it's when it it becomes, like, more important. You know what I mean? Like, if we were watching it on, like, maybe a huge TV. But I'm always watching stuff on my PC screen. So it doesn't really, like do much like there's diminishing return i guess there, there's definitely diminishing return but i guess i'm speaking specific like 4k is good 4k is what we want 4k is the yeah it's what, the goal you know, what your new 1440p should probably be your new standard technically but like 4k is your new still air quotes new pretty picture mm-hmm. uh until we actually have true 8k screens and that becomes the next thing but the the 30 frames Okay. Like it I'm of the still not I'm of the camp where I'd rather take for sake for not unrelated to these stats we're talking about. I'd rather have fourteen forty P at sixty frames per second than four K at thirty frames per second. Right. I I would agree with that statement. Uh four K at thirty, like it'll still look great. 
And luckily, it's in games where it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be running like shooters and stuff, you don't want to be running at 30 frames. You want to be running much higher. Yeah. And even then, I run 1440 at 144 frames. Mm-hmm. And that's like, now you got 240. Yeah, you can go all up to 240 if you want to. You can the, go to three, three something. Three yep, 365. Three, yeah, 360, three something. Yeah, it's like, what? Like, yeah, 4K 30 is good, but it is not the best. If you, And I, consoles are never the best. But the I think still the argument is never the, in these, and even in everything they just said, where they're like, it has a pretty powerful GPU in it. Yeah, everything's got a powerful GPU at this point. You basically have to. But... I, the point that they should have driven home, and it's the part that people, the, like the mass audience, doesn't understand, is the storage and memory optimization that these are achieving. That's the real part where we're discussing driving future PCs and being hard to find in PCs now. To the point where you are almost potentially paying the console specifically for this tech. Yeah, it gets really messy too because like, so, all right, so let's say Assassin's Creed, the demo, Assassin's Creed demo was in 4K and the Unreal demo was in 1440p. I think we can all agree that the Unreal demo looked significantly better than Assassin's Creed did. And it just makes everything with the tech with like all the, Whatever they're using, like if it's upscaling or anti-aliasing, I can never say that word. Anti-aliasing. Thank you. Um, it muddies the uh, the situation a bit. There's there's a lot of things. I can show you two 1080p. I'll go all the way down to 1080p. I can show you two 1080p pictures and one look amazing where you'd question if it was actually 1080p, maybe 4K. And one where you're like, that's 2040 at best. But they're both at 1080. They're, those potentials are there. So it's like, it, it's how you you optimize and achieve everything that you're doing. Because you can still make, like, there are certain things. I play a 1440 on my, on my PC and I just am going, is this just 4K? Or are my eyes not? Because I've seen 4K. I've watched mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in 4K. But it's like, am I missing something? Because this looks amazing and I don't need any more than this. But, you know, it's what it is. Yeah, for sure. Everything, it, it beauty is in the eye of the beholder? Baby. Kind of? Yeah, kind of. Kind of to an extent. There are certain things I think that we could all agree are, are bad or good. But in terms of like what you want mm-hmm. out of your picture... Yeah, it's it's up to you. Mm-hmm. I think either way, I think Unreal Five because Unreal we've already we've touted for years on here. Mm-hmm. The Unreal is a great engine, and we made the jokes of like, well, uh, Jedi Fallen Order was made on Unreal Four, so maybe EA will stop forcing their studios on a Frostpoint and just let them have Unreal Five, mm-hmm. so you don't have Anthem not work mm-hmm. again and stuff like that. And then uh, we followed that joke with. Bethesda just keeping Frank alive for the creation engine and just being like, why are you even bothering anymore? There was a little Anthem 
news and oh uh, god <laughs> it it's timing was interesting because it was today and i was and they were they're early still early on the whole like rebuilding anthem thing i yeah yeah they kind of have to be and uh i was like oh now would be a great time to switch to a new engine yeah if you're rebuilding the entire game just get off the engine you don't understand mm-hmm and uh, I thought you'd Pen- find this pending, funny. Pending you understand Unreal. If you don't understand Unreal, that is not going to help you. It's the same problem. But I thought you'd find this funny from previous talks. I don't know if you remember all of us uh, talking about the different Bioware uh, studios. But the Bioware studio, who is leading the Anthem rebuild charge, is Austin. Bioware Austin, which was always the joke of like dumping on austin so that they could fix the problem like yeah, they did with because edmonton <laughs> hates everybody and refuses to do things that work what if you got the uh what if you got the remaster and mass effect 5 in unreal 5 i would take it and i would give them money for it okay that's fair i, I was just you know seeing how far we're willing we're willing to push uh Unreal 5, even though we won't see a game on it until 2021, maybe 2022. Yeah, because actually, I mean, technically... Because Unreal's not out yet. Yeah, I was going to say, technically it doesn't come out until next year, so... I thought it was later this year. Or like yeah, maybe. It, I, might be, it might be in hands of devs later this year, but like the... You know how they have the free version of it, too? Yeah. That might not be out for another yeah. year. But either way, yeah, you're not going to see a game from it until either late 2021, if you're lucky... 22 is more likely, and then 23 is even more likely. It, it, we exponentially increase in, in likelihood of seeing a game on that engine every year after 21. All right. Some new details have been revealed about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. In a new interview with Kotaku, uh, Valhalla creative director uh, Ashraf Ismail revealed the classic hidden blade weapon is not only returning... But it can also, once again, deliver stealthy insta-kills. Quote, we wanted to look at the old games and see the greatness that those games had and acknowledge what's great about the updated formula. There was an identity and a uniqueness that we wanted to bring back for Valhalla. Early in the experience, Ivor, is it, what was it again? Ivor, Avor? Avor. Avor will learn a technique that with the right timing, can one-shot kill virtually anybody, end quote. Stealth is also making a comeback. Quote, we have, <clears throat> we have the return of the Hidden Blade, the hood and cloak, distraction capacity with your raven, Sinan, Sinan, uh, I think it's Sinan, uh, feign death ability, and many other tools at your disposal. Disposal. So stealth is a powerful option, end quote. My tongue, Good. like, died right there. It did. Uh... All good things. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a little bit of reading in to do uh, when he mentioned the right timing. It can one-shot kill. I'm like, what, did I get him to down to 20% and now anything lower than 20% is a one-shot kill? Because that still means I had to go through all this bullshit fighting for 20 minutes where there's nobody else around and I jumped off the top of a building. It should be a one-shot through the dome. Uh, but What if they're going back to like the early games where like you had to actually assassinate them yeah like you had to plan out your path and kind of i'd like... be fine with that that'd be kind of cool let's go back i go back to boots on the ground combat <laughs> <laughs> uh 
go back to that where I, you know, it a little weird for a Viking to do it. I don't know if it's necessarily the right, uh, the right game to do it in. Mm-hmm. You should have the option, but I don't know if they should like. Maybe in certain situations they should pigeonhole you back into having to be stealthy and and plan your whole route and stuff like that. But it, uh, yeah, there's definitely scenarios where it's like I could easily sneak around an entire battlefield and not have that guy not know I'm there, so I should be able to walk up and do it. Why is it not a thing? Why is it not an option? They do go into detail a little bit in that interview about how um, social stealth is back with like how a Viking... You can blend into a crowd and... Yeah, how a Viking might want to blend in and blah, blah, blah. Which that's good too. That's what you should... Like those make actual stealth like Assassin's... Assassin's Creed games be... The reason that's titled Assassin's Creed is because you are an assassin. Yeah. Not a combat warrior. We had like this week's news was all fairly upbeat. It was all like good news, and I was like, "Well, this is suspicious." Oh yeah, yeah. Well, because <laughs> next week we're gonna find out that six studios closed, uh, and <laughs> all these games got canceled. Yeah, or... Something else went horribly wrong. Cyberpunk's getting delayed again. Yeah, Cyberpunk's getting delayed, and Watch Dogs Legion just got canceled because they completely forgot it was a game. Speaking of Ubisoft. Not yet. Damn it. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't looking at the docs. So I was taking a guess at where we were. Close. Right. Close. Right. I mean, it would have made sense, but I was like, ah, throw them. No, I'll I throw see. Them through. Yeah, throw, throw them for a loop when it doesn't make sense after we talk about Valhalla. All right, let's go to number six. Activision announced a new remastered collection that brings together the first two Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games in one modern package with new features like online play and a more robust course build. Oh, excuse me. It'll be coming. I have a question about the beginning of this, by the way, but I'll, I'll ask it at the end. Uh, yeah, with online play and a more robust course builder, it'll be coming to the PS4, Xbox One, and PC via the Epic Game Store on September 4th. The remastered collection will feature updated visuals, all of the original levels, characters, and tricks, extra challenges, a more elaborate creative park mode, where you can share custom skate parks online and brand new online multiplayer modes along with local multiplayer. On top of that, the games will include the vast majority of the iconic Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtracks, though not every song made it due to various licensing issues. The remaster is being handled by Vicarious Visions, which has some history both with the skate franchise and remaking games. Some of the studio's earlier projects were made were the portable versions of Tony Hawk Pro Skater, while more recently the game or the developer released the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Activision's doing this? Yeah, I think so. Weird that it's not on Battle.net then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That's what my question was you know I, what i didn't look at what it's what it's releasing on it it's releasing on epic is it yeah that's it, it's in the it's in the article i just read and it's also listed on epic but activision usually keeps everything yeah listed on battle.net hmm. maybe it's because they're stupid and i don't like them I don't know. Something we'll have to look into. Maybe we'll have a correction next Also, week. there was that whole thing before about Tony trying to get the license back for his games from Activision because of how terrible they had done with it. Mm-hmm. So, I at least thought that was the fight with Activision. I might be horribly misinformed that I'm sorry, but... I don't know. Could be. I, I mean, remember I, those things. But This I, isn't I, my my cup of tea, so you'd have a better idea than I would. I would, and at the same time, I don't. I am excited for it, though. Yeah, I figured. I figured uh, yeah. you would be. 40 bucks. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's better than something we're about to talk about. Yep. But, Surely. yeah, uh, for for $40 for 20 it's like, yep, I'm in. There's, I don't remember what we're about to talk about next, but screw it. I'll just go with what I was going to say anyway. The amount of, like, remasters of... 360 or earlier titles, a 360 era PS3, whatever, and earlier titles and stuff that have also making their way now to PC and stuff. I'm having a hard time stopping myself from just buying them or wanting them because then I just have them. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to go find a N64 or whatever to play Tony Hawk. And I technically don't now either way, but like I just have them. They work. They're on my shit. It, it's mm-hmm. good. I wonder at what point, and maybe that's something we're going to see with new consoles. I'm wondering at what point do they come up with some sort of machine learning AI that can just do it on the fly? Yeah, remaster on the fly. Yeah, I it because like the, the game engines probably hold up okay. It's just like the graphical like yeah. disconnect your either, brain has. Either that, or does like Unreal Five have an option to just pour in an entire game and then? You just have to go through and like fix what breaks. Yeah. 
where it's like, yeah, no, we can just port in whatever game and then we just need to like fix it. But it's like, I, I feel like we're the, getting there. We're, like, oh, we're definitely soon. getting there. And it's really, it's an interesting uh, proposition. But there's just a lot of, a lot of the things that have been announced recently and that are coming out relatively soon, like SpongeBob comes out June 23rd. And I'm just like, yeah, I, give me the member berries, man. I'm in. Let's go. Y'all remember SpongeBob? Let's go play some SpongeBob. And I'm like, yep, sure. Sounds good. Give me that. Y'all remember Tony Hawk? Let's go play some Tony Hawk. I'm like, yep, sure. Yep, Tony Hawk. Yep, let's go do that. If they had said skate, I'd have been like, yep, buying all of them. Let's go. <laughs> and it's Tony Hawk 1 and 2. So I, it's one of those where it's like, all right, yeah, let's start there. Well, because those are the some ones, the, the, some of the ones that people love. But I also love some other ones. So maybe the other ones show up and I'm like, ooh, American Wasteland? Ooh, yay. But Spend enough money. I mean, these it's going to sell like crazy. crazy. Oh, it's 100% going to sell like crazy. Did you see the collector's edition for it? No. The collector's edition for it gives you a limited edition birdhouse board, like skate deck. That's a cool idea. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's going to sell like crazy. And then they're going to be like, yeah, we need to do more of these. Yeah. But then they're going to go, we need to do more of these. Also, there's a new Tony Hawk coming out. And everybody's like, no, the last time you did a new Tony Hawk, it sucked. Stop it. Give us the old ones again. Activision likes money. This is better news than a skate mobile game. So, you know, I'll take it. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) Mobile games. I don't know if you saw that. Or did we talk about that? We didn't. Um, I couldn't remember if we did or not. I don't think we did. There was a lot of news the past like week or maybe two weeks there where were, it's just been like there was some stuff that came out of interviews with a pro skater where he said he was approached by EA about week. making a skate mobile game and he was just like what no yeah he was like no no <laughs> and it's like yeah exactly no don't do that you shouldn't do it good You're, decisions does anybody still play Command and Conquer exactly stop it I don't know if you remember that. I do. Was that three E3s ago now? It came out, right? And then no one's playing it? I played it the week of E3 because they were like, yeah, get in now and you can try it out or whatever. And then they turned that off after like two weeks and then they waited months and then released the game again. And I was like, well, I have no interest to redownload it because it wasn't that good. Speaking of mobile games, um, Elder Scrolls Blades. Yep. Yeah. Out of beta, I think. Oh, okay. Coming to Switch, apparently. It's on Switch. It's on Switch. I, when I was scrolling through uh, the store, just looking at things, I saw Blades and I went, that's interesting. Not playing that. <laughs> but yeah, hey, that's it's there. I'm curious about that. To see if like people actually partake. I forgot it was a thing until I saw it on there. So Same thing. I saw Elder Scrolls Blades and I was like, oh yeah, that was something. Huh. <laughs> I, I remember Elder Scrolls Blades? No. No, I don't. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Nothing like member berries when you don't remember what it was. Ubisoft has announced it will hold an E3 styled showcase called Ubisoft Forward on July 12, 2020. The digital conference will include news about Ubisoft titles, including reveals of new, a new game, I'm assuming. Could be new games. I don't know. I wrote this. I don't know what I was trying to say. Um, I feel like I've noticed that a lot with this doc. This isn't a slight at you or anything. No. But I was watching while you were writing it, Wednesday night maybe. Yeah. A little bit. And I was just like, okay, cool. He's writing that. I'll make my updates. And then I didn't I didn't ever check it again. But like as I'm reading through it, I'm like, was he half awake? <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, that's the thing. So um, 
I went back to work this week, but I'm still on my sleep rotation of not working. So I've been having trouble falling asleep at a normal time, and then I have to get up early and go to work. Yeah, so it throws everything into a whole funk. We're also in, like, go, go, go mode, and, like... (laughs) I love... Which... I was at work until, like, 8 o'clock tonight. Yeah, and without, like, saying too much of it, I love that you're in go, go, go mode with, like, the entire situation around <laughs> around the world and you guys, so you guys and what you're doing are like like just let's go you never know you never know what's gonna happen and i'm like shut the hell up <laughs> please yeah so i did this uh last night while like half awake and i was like oh. and then i i knew i knew while i was doing it i was like this is shit <laughs> this is shit but like i can't pull it together so she was just texting me i would have gone through and at least proofread it and then just fix things right then yeah I was up. You never two, know. I was up till two o'clock anyway. You never know because you know, as you, you can re- tell by my posting memes in Discord, your response might have been like, "It's cool. We'll 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 figure it out as we go." Like, so I was just like, "Eh, whatever." Most time, like if it's a technical thing, I'm like, "We'll figure it out." But like, if you if you're like, "Hey, can you take a look at like what I wrote?" I'm like, "Yes." It'll <laughs> take me five seconds to even. I can still play the show and read through the doc and go. I don't know what he was thinking here, and then quickly just hit add it on my phone and change something. Anyway. <clears throat> Like, what did you just talk about? <laughs> what news? Nothing important. What it was news just story am I supposed <laughs> to comment on? It was just Ubisoft and their E three styled. Yeah, I assume that's just their actual like date affirm uh, affirmation from the summer of games stuff. I don't think we talked about. Maybe it was this week. Then I didn't want to throw it in there. Six games they have coming out supposedly for this fiscal year. Yeah, which. So, it was broken down by somebody else. I don't know if you saw this, where it was six fiscal game or six games in this fiscal year. But remember that this fiscal year for them goes into uh, up to March first, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it was two in the October to December window, I believe. Two in January, and then two in the February, like to March ending of mm-hmm. the fiscal. That's how they were. I, I believe that's how they were broken up. Or it was three, one, and two, or something like that. Yeah. So it was. Um, so basically, uh, spread out from October to March. Yeah. So it was uh, Valhalla, um, Legion. Which, if you release, if you release those near each other, you are going to shoot yourself in the foot. Um, those need to be at like October launch title and then December watchdogs. Like, give yourself a month gap between the two because Gods and Monsters. Holy shit, I forgot about that game. <laughs> and what the hell were the other ones? There was two more that we know about, and then the Rainbow last six. Maybe it was. So there was five that are announced and we know of, and there was a the sixth is the odd one out that Skull we know bones. <laughs> that we know nothing about. Skull and Bones. Yeah, it this, could at this be. Point, it could be Prince of Persia. That's the other rumor. Could be Prince of Persia. Splinter Cell. Throw it in. Why not? Splinter Cell. Always, always. That never a, showed up. It's always worth a rumor. Yeah. Um, Crew Five. Just Dance. Just Dance for the Wii. <laughs> for the Switch. Not and for the Wii. <laughs> and for all your mobile phones and everything else you can get. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, good, good. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, speaking of that October window. Because everything, a lot of new games are being slated to come out sometime around October or in October, everybody's expecting console launch in October. 
Really? Because there was, I think it was the Valhalla listing that specifically said on PS4, Xbox One, Series X, and PS5, and PC, and whatever, on October whatever. So, like, they called out that they were releasing on those. October. Yeah. In October. They, they called out that they were releasing Valhalla in October. And because Valhalla is going to be on those all those platforms, they also listed all the platforms. So I don't know if they were just covering their basis and listing all platforms or if they actually mean, no, it, we're releasing day and date with the PS5 and Xbox Series X. But that's that's the uh, the hot rumor on a release date of a console is now floating sometime around goddamn bottles sometime around October. Um, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. I we're lagging on the info. It's kind of crazy. I feel like are I, we? Are I, we? I don't know. I feel like we are, but like I feel like we are and we aren't because remember we would still be hitting June. And this is always the joke going into a new console cycle because I'm like, yeah, we'd still be hitting June, but then we'd also have that weird February event where blah blah blah. So what, Max? What are you doing? You just hanging out? Hey, you hanging out? I'm I'm gonna pick you up. All right, whatever. You confused boy? Uh, you'd be getting that those conferences in June, where you'd still be able to be, you know, stepping into the ring for round thirteen to slug it out on price point and release lineup things. Like you could still have you could still have your for kind of lack of a better term you could still have your blow your load moment where you're like. And these are all the games that are going to be available to the launch. Boom. Giant montage. And by the way, it's available at this price point. Boom. Crowd goes nuts. Wee. But obviously we're not doing that because this is 2020 and we're, you know, pandemic things. But that's that's where we could still be. So we, you're right. It is slow. But it's also slow because we don't have that upcoming event. Like, we're not all still looking at that going, like, yeah. ooh, what's going to happen? Yeah, there it is. Um, there were some interesting Sony comments about uh, PS5. I think they said something along the lines of, someone said something along, along the lines of, like, we aren't playing chicken with Microsoft on price point or something, about announcing price point or something. And then the other thing was, like, if they were, the reason why they weren't marketing the PS5 yet was because they weren't confident in its whatever abilities. And the response from the executive was like, why don't, why don't we talk about this when we see sales numbers or something like that? It yeah. Like which a, is, which is typical. Like we're not going to, we're not going to square off of them, but let's talk about it. If we see sales, I'm like, yeah. come on, <laughs> what is this? The UFC you guys doing promo fights. Like, come on. Just, ah. Remember, remember when MTV was a good good uh, channel and they did the fucking I, uh, no, honestly, I don't fights? remember that. Oh, what the hell was it called? Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah, Celebrity Deathmatch. I mean, I know the show, but I never ever watched MTV or thought it was quality TV. Well, you clearly haven't seen Celebrity Deathmatches. That's true. I've seen like some on on YouTube of like the you know somebody clipped it from TV and, yeah. and moved it there, but the. In, in my time of when I would have watched it, it had already turned for the worst. True. I was watching it way younger than I should have been. Yeah. When it was good. Yeah. 
older brother works hey. out. Yeah. I don't I don't have any, you know, excuse or anything. I just never gave a shit. Cuz by the time it was like, "Oh my god, all this stupid reality." Nate's a, Nate's a hipster over here. It's true. It's true. Believe it or not. Uh number 8, 2K, right? 7 8. Yeah. Number 8, 2K Games dropped a teaser for the Mafia trilogy showcasing remastered clips from Mafia 2 and 3. The full reveal won't happen for another week on May 19th. It also reveals that definitive editions of Mafia 2 and 3 are on the way. Buying Mafia Definitive Edition will unlock Tommy Angelo's suit and cab in the currently unannounced games. Mafia Definitive Edition will be out on August 28th. What a shit show. This, it's funny that, so anybody that remembers, Mafia 3 launched as a gigantic shit show. I played it, enjoyed it. To an extent, there were clear problems with it. I fell through the world twice. I was playing on PC. Uh, but there were also, like, clear just gameplay loop problems with it. And the AI, not that intelligent. You just sit on one, you know, you go lean, put your back on a wall. And just everybody's going to come around a corner and you had a death funnel. Like, it wasn't. There were, there were a lot of problems like that. I thought the story was pretty good, which is mired by terrible gameplay. But God, But either way, Mafia 3 came out as a shit show. Then these news rumors start coming out that there's going to be uh, Mafia 1, 2, and 3 remastered. Once again, don't know why Mafia 3 is getting remastered because that was out on PS4 and Xbox One. But okay, yeah, sure, we'll remaster it. And then Mafia 1 and 2, I'm like, okay, cool. I played Mafia 2, but I never played Mafia 1. It'll be interesting to to go back and play those, and I'm, I'm about it. But every time I hear about it, it just gets more convoluted and less explained. I'm wondering if... It's a wording issue. Like, everyone keeps throwing around the word remastered, and maybe that's true for 1 and 2. But also, they're referring to them as the definitive edition. So maybe it's just like 1 and 2 are getting a complete remaster, 3 is getting an update, and... Or 1 and 2 are getting reimagined. Like, they're Mm -hmm. getting that... Not not just remastered. Like, they're getting really retouched and redone, and Mafia is just getting upscaled. Yeah. Like, 3 is just getting upscaled. Yeah. But it's, I, I'm intrigued, and this goes back to the, you know, hey, remaster things that I'll probably want to buy and whatever. Depends did you, on what. Did you play one and two? I played two, not one. I haven't played any of them. So I, don't I played two on the 360. But it it's, it's one that strikes interesting to me. It's just a matter of. How well does it get executed? It's it's one that doesn't have my money until it releases, where Tony Hawk, I would pre-order. Yeah, okay. If, I'm picking up if, what you're putting if down. If that makes sense. I get it. Tony Hawk, here's my money. Mafia, yeah, you don't, you don't get this money. You don't get this money until you show me the goods. Yeah, not to mention, it's probably going to be $60. Which is scary, because I... You know, it depends on how you're releasing it. If you're only going to release one, and then you're going to, you know... You're not the Master Chief collection. Yeah. And that's not even $60. No. It's $60 for all of them, right? No. Like Super I'm saying enough? I'm saying the the chief collection isn't $60. The chief collection I think is 50. Oh wow. Okay. And if you just buy that, then you have all of them as they release, but if you were to individually buy all of them, yeah, you might be at $60 cuz I think they individually Yeah, like if they if they release the trilogy at $60, maybe. Maybe. But each game sixty dollars. That's like oh, that's hard. Yeah, to swallow. no, that's there's absolutely no way I do that. If you release all three 
as and you say it's the mafia trilogy or whatever and even if you're only releasing one at the start but i have the licenses for two and three when they show up that's much more easy to stomach than you trying to tell me 180 dollars for all three of these and i will laugh my way to not handing you money 2k sports officially announced pga tour 2k21 on thursday the debut trailer for pga tour 2k21 introduced 2017 FedEx Cup champion Justin Thomas as the game's cover athlete. Uh, It also shows off a variety of golf courses. There'll be 15 real-life courses from PGA Tour events in the game and 12 pro golfers for you to play against, but not as. It'll be released on August 21st for $60 on all major platforms. So, as we were discussing a $60 price point problem, here's the immediate one. Yep. I because I, I know that if I say what I'm gonna say, every like they would the people that are making this would argue with me, but I don't give a shit. It's not sixty dollars. That's forty dollars of content, maybe. Forty dollars is your sweet spot. Sixty dollars. I can't play as any of the pros. There's only twelve of them. And there's only 15 No. Maybe no. I'm not remembering. Like, I remember the Tiger Woods golf games, like the later Tiger Woods golf games being like... Quite robust. Yeah, very robust. And I feel like these are like, don't even hold a candle to that. Quite robust. And, uh, minor fact, you could play as pros. Yeah. Did I miss something? Where I was like, yeah, you know what? I do want to play as a shitty version of myself having to deal with up to 12 pros, potentially. What? No. Sometimes, yeah. But I also want to be able to just kind of like, oh, cool. All right. You know what? I'm going to go play Torrey Pines as Tiger Woods and just kind of hang out. Oh, no, I'm not, apparently. I I don't I don't like (laughs) it at $60. I love our joke idea that we have running for it. But I don't like it at $60. I'd have to see a lot more of it because they don't really show you anything either. No. Literally, I, they're, even before this, their pre-announced thing was 20 seconds long. Yeah. And it's like a shot of one green and that's it. Yeah. And their announcement thing is like literally a minute and a half, I think. So it's like, here's some quick cuts of golf courses. Here's some pro golfers taking swings or one pro golfer taking a swing or whatever yeah and there it is there's the game out august see you later and it's like yep. what no 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 you show me more more things you show me please no mention of i mean they say yes we have multiplayer yes we have online multiplayer but they didn't say like literally anything else yeah hey we have it don't ask what it is or how it doesn't work please please don't ask just it, weird weird uh, and last but not least, Nintendo got in on the game announcement party uh, this week by revealing Paper Mario, the Origami King. It will be out on July 17th for $60. Nice. New Paper yeah. Mario game for people. My understanding is it's a uh, pretty, you know, standard Paper Mario That's- game. Basically, what I've seen as far as everybody talking about it, and I'm, New, not a paper, uh, I'm not a Paper Mario person, but the people that are seem to be pumped about it. Hyped. So, hey, good for you. I can't comment on whether or not that's worth $60 or not. 
at least that's a new game that seems to be fully featured and it's a Nintendo product, so probably. Though that's not necessarily always true because Mario Tennis Aces was a whole thing. You know what? Just buyer beware. You're of your yeah. own. You're responsible for your own opinions. But yeah, that's uh that's the news. That's the news, new releases. That is it. For this week. For the week of the fifteenth of May. And it has been seven days since we've last recorded. Matt, what have you been up to? Um Snow Runners. Delivering that that shit. Delivering those slow trucks, man. Flipping trucks. Bro, let me tell you. I spent over three hours. I think I did I tell you about that? I might have. I spent over three hours one night, because here's my jam. <laughs> I go to work. You know, I come home from work. I do the house you know, food wife thing. And then like, you know, ten nine, ten o'clock, I sit down and start playing games. Maybe. Around there. If you're so, lucky. Long story short, I played SnowRunners for three. It was a little over three hours, and I was kind trying to accomplish a single objective. Oh, literally the whole fucking time. <laughs> and I got halfway through the objective in like the first ten minutes of playing. Okay. Long story short, I had to pick up four barrels of oil and deliver them to a fuel station. That seems the four quite barrels. Simple. Of oil were scattered along like a coast, like a beach of ah, sorts. Okay. Picked up the first two, no problem. Drop them off. Trying to get the second two. Three hours flipping trucks, trying different trucks, flipping trucks, dropping stuff. Can't get up hills, you know. Stuck on trees. Don't have a trailer big enough. It's just chaos. And like I didn't, I didn't finish it. I didn't How? finish it. I fucking quit. Went to bed. Got this. How many vehicles did you just get out onto the map trying to do this? I never had more than two out at a time. Okay, so trying how to many? do it, but I was I kept swapping and trying different vehicles. Oh, okay. Because like you know, I got sick of tipping shit over. I was like, I'm gonna get a vehicle that's fucking ain't tipping over no matter what. And then like I got it fucking high sided, so like I got the frame stuck on like a mountain and I couldn't or like a hill and I couldn't move. And then. It was, just, it was just chaos. Like, <laughs> I like that you spent three hours and got nowhere. Yeah, literally got nowheres. Uh, Gamer's worst nightmare. It was oh, such a waste of time. That's how I felt in Odyssey. <laughs> such a waste of time. three hours and make zero progress. Uh, hopped on the next day and wrapped it up quick, quick. But yeah, I've been playing SnowRunners. I've been enjoying it. I think I'm just going to be chipping away at that until like something of consequence comes out. Um, and watch Jojo Rabbit. It's a good movie. It was wicked fucking good, and I made Samantha watch it with me. It takes a hard turn and gets really yeah rough, and yeah. she was just fucking like waterworks, man. Like she was crying like crazy, and I was just like, "It's got to be the spot towards the end." Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like right. you just like I was saying, I'm trying to think of where that that moment must have happened, and then I okay, I know where it is. And it's just like it's got all the feels, and it was a really good movie. Yeah, because you're just laughing and enjoying it the entire time, and then it's like, hey, by the way, shit's real, and you're like, yeah. oh, oh yeah, oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, it's just all around good movie. Um, yeah, that's really it. I think that's I've been listening to while well, I'm playing Snow Runners. I have had. 
Netflix playing in the background, just listening to uh, Empire Games. It's a documentary about like different am- empires. Nothing really crazy. Ah, okay. That's about it. That's all I got. All right. Easy. Easy peasy. What have you been up to? Been up to a, been up to a bit, uh, as the kids would say. Uh, playing the Animal Crossing, playing the World of Warcraft, playing the MLB The Show. All, you know, what they are. Yeah. Talked about them before. Don't need to go into more of them. Got a, got a decent garden going on the Animal Crossing stuff in terms of, like, flowers. Because that's the only thing, apparently, you can <laughs> grow. Uh, I mean, there are, there's trees with fruit on them, but uh, flowers and uh, our social media director is using my island as a spare garden to try to get certain uh, flower colors to show up. So she shows up like once a day, runs over, waters everything, and it's like, oh, all right, cool. And then, <laughs> so I have my own chore once a day of letting her show up. That's a thing, but it's a fun time. I enjoy it. The uh, World of Warcraft just what it is, what it is. I've accomplished the task I set out to of having one of every class at 110 or at 120 before the expansion drops so that's done the great crunch <laughs> yeah yes you all remember where you were during the great crunch no we did uh that's all done the show just grinding away new content enjoying that because you know it's the only baseball i get right now and the the i played journey okay i played and finished journey Played and finished the journey. It's actually just journey. Yeah, it's just journey. It's interesting. Yeah. It's not bad. It's a little... uh, But it's... I... hmm. I didn't dislike my time. And I enjoyed moments. But overall, I was just kind of like, yeah, it's a thing. If you like journey, I know you do. Have you ever played Abzu? I have it. Uh, I've never Four actually hours. played it. Four hours instead of two. And I didn't even... Journey didn't even take me two hours. I think I was done in like an hour and 50 maybe. So just shy of two. Uh, and I didn't find... I don't know, maybe two orbs that I know of. The... Ab- Abzu is very much... Journey-esque. And I can 100% see where it came. Because I played Abzu first. Mm-hmm. And they're not by the same company. But I played Similar. that and it was like, oh, it's a you know sea exploration type. Like walk, walking simulator, swimming simulator. Uh, and then Journey, it's like, oh, you're just kind of walking. And maybe like a little bit of puzzle solving. Not that much, but a little bit of puzzle solving. And so there were some moments where I was like, I definitely a couple moments where I got frustrated. Did you run into anyone while you were playing? Yes. Three people or the same person? Yeah, you don't know. I have no idea. You don't know. Uh, At the end, kind of all through the entire thing. Anyone wearing the fancy white robe? No. Nobody. all, All red robes. Okay. Some with a different design on their red robe. Don't know if that means anything, but... I don't remember. I remember seeing someone with a white robe being like, what the fuck? How'd they get that? The only people I saw with the right robes were the cutscenes. Yeah, you can, if you're, if you're super cool, you get a white robe, I okay, guess. apparently. Yeah, no. So uh, I played through that and I was just kind of like, all right, that was a thing. It's done. I can say I've played it now. Yeah. 
Yeah. I could see that response from you. Yeah. 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 It's just like, yeah, it's done. Yeah. I didn't know what to do one night and I was like, nah, it's supposed to be like two hours. I got time. Sit down, did that. And I was just kind of like, all right, well, I've done it. I've appeased him for one game. <laughs> that was on the list of Matt wants me to play. So that one's done. Well, what, what are we going to choose next? Oh, God, I have no idea. Because some of those I might want you to be around for. Spe- specifically Half-Life, at least, if you're going to fucking make me play that. Uh, <laughs> just hear the hatred in my voice. Uh, so I played that, and then I watched a lot of things. I finished Devs. Very good show. Quite enjoyed myself whole way through. Then I watched John Wick 3 because I needed just some palate cleansing, shoot em up action. And that was exactly what I got. It was a good time and I enjoyed it. Then I watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Solid movie. No real complaints. You know, if you like Queen and Freddie Mercury and that whole And who doesn't, thing, really? You, I would say you're un-American if you don't. <laughs> not an American band. Uh, so yeah, there's there was that. And then I watched Godzilla King of the Monsters. Which apparently was a trip. In, I got a good 20-minute breakdown on it. It was He got more, it than, was a, a, more than a 20-minute breakdown. Was it over 20 minutes? Oh, probably. <laughs> it was a trip listening to it. So... It was, I mean, at some point they decide to nuke Godzilla. And that's all you really need to know. Just from the rest, if you know anything about other Godzilla movies, just think of every stereotype that goes with a Godzilla movie and then nuke Godzilla. And then just form your your imagination around the title Godzilla King of the Monsters and what the rest of that means. Let me know what you get. And then go watch the movie and see how close you got. Because I bet you you're not that close. It was um, kind of... It was... Unless he's not you, wrong. I unless mean, you know, like, previous Godzilla lore or movies, air quote. But if you don't know that, just take those points that I said and try to guess the story and good luck. I think I got fairly close. You did. Except for, and, like, some, tw- some, sh- some yeah. twists. But, yeah. And I've watched... Two, maybe three Godzilla movies? The only one I've watched other than that one is the Broderick one. That's yeah. it. I didn't watch the one after the... I think there's two after that in between that and this. Yeah, I didn't I watch so. either of those. The originals are the best, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, then There's the ones of a guy in a suit. The guy in a suit, man, <laughs> just spearing people. It's fantastic. Uh. <laughs> oh Spear! God. Oh yeah, it's so good. Anytime, anytime I think about those terrible movies like that, they're just. Or I mean, if you ever randomly were on Sci-Fi as a kid and you're like, "Oh, it's Godzilla versus Mothra," or Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, or whatever the other, there was some giant like crocodile one. I don't know. There's some. There's so many weird things that he would just fight. Godzilla versus the world. Godzilla. Godzilla versus Godzilla. Was that one? I think so, yeah. Is that like Hulk versus Hulk? Yeah, like like Hulk versus like 
gray hulk or yeah, whatever because yeah, yeah. yeah. it was it was genetically engineered hulk versus accidentally gamma radiated hulk yeah basically planet hulk man there's an entire there's an entire planet of hulks in a certain storyline the planet got gamma so planet hulk i mean it's like the krypton question you know what i mean like if they're all if they're all that are any of them that yeah you know, uh, it like, turns out <laughs> yes because when one comes to earth they're he's 100 percent that <laughs> it's like krypton people are no longer kryptonians they are all super men and women the red sun there's two of them man now we're into star wars all right so we're done that's the six degrees of star wars godzilla to star wars <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's all i got this week you that's it all right if you're in power outages like us Enjoy the darkness. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.